fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Welcome to Fresh Word. We're going to talk today about uh, what I call the prayer point of Jesus or from Jesus. You know, today we find prayer points everywhere. People are looking for prayer points. And the reason why they look for prayer points is because they want that particular ace prayer point or that straight A prayer point or the perfect one that will just, when you pray it, you will have heaven's ears. <laughs> and there are all kinds of books today on prayer points. But have you ever wondered that where do you find prayer points? Did Jesus Christ give us any prayer points? Uh, sort of. And I want to address that. And as we look at praying, it will help us to understand that the kind of prayer point you pray can also determine the kind of answer you get. And who could be the best person to give us prayer points? If you are going to find a way of praying and praying right, I think we should not ask anybody except Jesus. I mean, we should not ask anyone. Only Jesus can give us accurate prayer point, of course, and also the word of God. So I want to go a step further today to talk about Jesus. What did he have to say when he was here about prayer point? What to you, what would Christ would like you to pray about? Let's look at Matthew 6. We'll read verse 6. It says this, But when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Now listen to this. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the Eden do, for they think that they will be hard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. So, Jesus was saying in his teaching here, that we popularly call Simon on Demand, was talking about prayer. was talking about praying. was talking about praying in your closet, but also praying, not just using what they call useless or vain repetitions. And Jesus said something that is very, very comforting and very enlightening. He said, do not be like them, for your heavenly Father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. This is very enlightening. It simply means that the heavenly Father knows the kind of things you should be asking and we should be asking. And when we know what we should be asking for, it will go a long way in going to God to ask for what God knows that we should ask of. You see, if I know what somebody wants me to ask him, it will be easier for me to go to him to ask him to give me that because he already knows that I'm going to ask him that. So when we are talking about going to the Father to pray, I would like to have what the Father knows that I need so that when I go to ask what I need, I will not be asking in ignorance and be off the mark. Look at it again one more time. Verse 8, Matthew 6. Therefore, do not be like them. For your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. Now, what's wrong with them in that verse, the Eden? Look at verse 7. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions like the Eden do. For they think that they'll be hard for their many words. See, when we don't know what God wants us to really ask for, we'll go down there and just be multiplying words. So the question is, 
what does the father know I have need of? Interesting enough, Jesus told us what the father knows we should be asking from him and I should be asking for. So Jesus gave us something after that word. Look at verse 9. We just read. We read verse 8. Therefore, do not be like them, for your father knows the things you have before you ask him. They say, in this manner, therefore, pray. So it's talking from the point of view that what this what the father knows. So if the father knows what you know before you ask him, then pray in this manner. That simply means what he will tell us next. This manner of praying will tell us what the father knows that we need of. Let's go to that verse 9. In this manner, therefore, pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptations, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now, we've known this popularly as the Lord's Prayer. But actually, that was not the Lord praying himself. That was the Lord showing his disciples what manner of prayer they should pray that will help them to pray what God knows about their needs already. So, this Lord's Prayer, we call it, is actually prayer point from Jesus for his disciples. He was telling them, these are the vital points that should dominate your praying. So you just, you just be repeating prayer uselessly. So let's look at the salient, important points in those manner of prayer, Christ offers prayer, what we call the Lord's Prayer. Let's look at the points that are in there, the, the important, critical issues in that prayer, what we call the Lord's Prayer. And when we understand it, it can form the backbone and the structure and the scheme for our prayers. So let's call this the prayer point from Jesus for his disciples. It, it, it actually, Christ did not mean that he should just be repeating this because he's talking about repetitions that are not necessary. So this is more than just repetitive prayer that we say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, that kingdom come your will be come. He's giving us a kind of a pattern of praying that will actually open the heart of the Father to us. Let's look at this pattern. Let's look at the different part of this prayer patterns. It says, verse 9 again, In this manner, therefore, pray, our Father in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Let's look at that first. Our Father. So, when we pray, we just don't pray to God. And we don't pray to somebody who is on this earth, who is limited, who is ordinary, who is human. We are praying to somebody in heaven. And heaven, in the Bible sense, is a place of all possibility. And it's the person who is in heaven, he just more than a God to us, is our father. We have family relationship with him. So we see that, first of all, when we are coming to the prayer that will actually get God to listen to us, we must pray to him as our father. If you remember, verse 8 says, Therefore do not be like the heathens, for your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. So let's look at what God knows we need to ask from him, the things he knows we need. What do we need? Let's look at that prayer, what we call the Lord's Prayer, 
that Jesus gave the disciples. Let's look at the things that we can see from that, that God knows that we need. Let's look at it. Verse 9 says, In this manner therefore pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. That's the first point we can see there. Second, your kingdom come. That's the second point we can see from there. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's the third point we can see in that prayer. Then we also see, he said, give us this day our daily bread. That's the fifth point we can see in that prayer. And forgive us our debt as we forgive others. That's the sixth point we can see in that prayer. And then he said, do not lead us into temptation. That's the sixth one. And then he said, but deliver us from the evil one. That's the seventh one. And it concludes like this. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So in the Lord's Prayer, we can see seven vital points that Jesus emphasized that should be involved in our prayer life as his disciples. You know, we should pray Jesus' way. There are many ways to pray. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. So if you are going to pray like Jesus wants us to pray, thank you, Father, let's pray this way, in this manner. Now, it doesn't mean that we repeat that prayer, but that prayer, the lost prayer that he gave to his disciples, they were kind of prayer structure prayer pattern that should dominate our prayer. And before we start rounding this up to look into this prayer point in detail, let's take a look at them. He said, our Father what in heaven? That's just telling you who you are praying to. You're not praying to a, 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 a deity that is distant. You are praying to a relative on the throne, a father. Praise God. Our next of king, our father. Then he says something. The first point in prayer is, hallowed be your name. So, Jesus said, the first thing you need in prayer is to hallow God's name. The word hallow means to reverence, to worship, to lift up, to exalt the name. The second prayer point is about the kingdom of God. Then the third point is about the will of God in prayer. Asking for his will to be done. And then the fourth point that we can see from there is give us this day our daily bread. We have seen our Father, what hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done. Then he said, give us this day our daily prayer. That is the fourth one. Now, that's daily provision, material things that we need. Then he said, forgive us our debt. So the area of forgiveness, we're dealing with offenses, sin, trespasses, transgressions. Then he talked about also another one in the area of lead us not into temptation. That is the uh, sixth one. And then the last one, the area of deliverance from evil. Now you can see all this and it concludes with this affirmative statement for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory. That means God, you will have the glory at the end of the day and your power will manifest and everything is for your kingdom. So when we look at our prayer life, the kingdom the power and the glory should dominate our prayer life. Praise God. Because our Father is the one who owns the kingdom and he has all power to glorify himself in our life. Praise God. The ultimate of prayer is to let God's kingdom, God's power 
and God's glory manifest forever. And amen and amen. So let's look at them in details now. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us. Lead us. And then deliver us. These are the seven vital points that should dominate our prayer if we want heaven to know that we are praying right. He said, for your father knows the things that you need before you ask him. I dare say that these are the seven things that are your critical needs in prayer. And when you pray this prayer, heaven can listen. Can I surprise you? Do you notice that your daily provision material things are the fourth on the line? Not the first on the line. Not even the second. We are going to explore that as we go to the next episode. Prayer point from Jesus or of Jesus for his people. Thank you for listening.